0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And
1: I'm Dr. Lewis.
0: And we are bringing you an exciting show about the miracle magic of magnesium. I know you guys have always wanted to know about magnesium, and it's one of those minerals that's very important in our health. I believe it does over 300 different functions in your body, and it's something people desperately need, but it is also very important that you get the right kind of magnesium, So Dr. Lewis is going to educate us a little bit today about what kinds are out there, what you need, and what it does for the body that you might not know.
1: Well, there are a lot of different kinds of magnesium, and I caution people to stay away from the types of supplements that have, you know, phosphate, sulfate, uh, oxide, you know, those are not really good uh, forms of anything. It would know, be great if you put them on your plants and let the plants convert it to something uh, that you can deal with. Um, that's that's why Janet and I ask so many people, well, how many times do you have a bowel movement per day? Because if it's one a day or less, then we put you on magnesium citrate. Uh, citrate is a very good form, but it's also very hydroscopic and absorbs or, or attracts water, which gives you uh, a tendency to have more bowel movements. You do have to be careful. Because even if four a day is right for you, if you start out at four a day, you might have to go to the bathroom too much. There, there's a lot of different types, and uh, you know, there's a dimagnesium malate, and uh, then there's you know, the citrate I talked about. But uh, some of the better minerals are called TRACS, T-R-A-A-C-S, and that's registered trademark. It's more absorbable. Uh, then you got magnesium lysate magnesium glycinate uh you know they're a little more gentle for people that have say uh, high blood pressure well you need to put them on something that's a little bit slower to absorb which would be the glycinate and the lysate uh, malate would be good or a combination of them so i'm gonna just and you know me i'm gonna ramble uh
0: Well, I think it's interesting to note that they say there's an 80% um, of our American society that is deficient in magnesium. So while you're thinking, oh, magnesium sounds so boring, if 80% of you guys out there are deficient in it, um, we just think maybe you should be educated a little bit about why you need it and what all it can do. And many times it can do things in place of many of the drugs that you're taking, um and maybe something that you've just never thought of or maybe you thought hey it gives me diarrhea so i don't want to do that so you know maybe you could discuss a little bit about what forms of that do that and and what we give versus you know what people are generally used to getting
1: well you know again it depends on you know how often you have bowel movements and i always tell people this is complimentary not alternative and but i've had a lot of people that's like well you've take this and then your blood pressure begins to go down then you need to talk about or talk to the physician that puts you on the drugs to make any changes there uh as far as in the foods uh you know it's in dairy products it's in fish meat and seafood and i treat a lot of vegans and they just really and they have trouble getting enough nutrition Uh, to make them healthy. Um, Other sources of magnesium are like apples, apricots, avocados, and bananas. Now, bananas are known for their potassium, but they have a lot more magnesium too. And many of you have heard this story about my conversation with the organic farmer. that said he feels great on my supplements and feels terrible without them. He says, but I eat totally organic. I said, yeah, but you still don't know if it's one part per million or 16,000 parts per million of magnesium, molybdenum, manganese. Uh, Because you don't know where they're grown and how much they've lost during the transport of these foods. It's really, in my opinion, uh, pretty much impossible to get proper nutrition out of your food itself. And, there's, you know, I read a lot of books, and I read massive amounts of research. uh, And then there's research that's actually skewed, and it's not real research. It's just a con job. So you have to be able to discern that. And I actually pay a lot of money to go to seminars to help people that are more of a research scientist help me decide what's real and what's not, Uh, and pay a lot of money to do that too. So I hope you all appreciate that I get knowledge from people that are more knowledgeable than me in certain areas. Actually, I usually quote the research. It says uh, the government said at one point that we were 94% uh, deficient in magnesium because 94 sounds a little bit more alarming than 80%. And, again, you don't know if you're getting it or not. Even doing the RBC magnesium test, which is way, way more uh, accurate than the you know serum, uh, it is rare for somebody even taking magnesium to ever come to a point where it's on the high end of normal. It's really, really rare. So some of the reasons that I think you should try it... Uh, It's a catalyst in the enzymes, the 300 uh, activities that Janet talked about. Uh, mm, Not totally, but it's pretty heavily involved in energy production enzymes. It has a lot to do with absorption of calcium and potassium, and that's very important, too. Um, If you don't have enough magnesium, then you have like a nerve impulse that, that doesn't go as fast as it should it interferes with nerve impulses and that can cause irritability yes i've seen even kids with add adhd and their mother would sprinkle it in something to get the kid to take it you know usually it's applesauce hopefully organic uh, or stir it in their yucky yogurt uh, because most yogurt's not any good at all but if you're going to stir magnesium, stir in probiotics, too, which I hope to get to some of that. Uh, we usually run out of time before we run out of notes. I make notes for about a three- or four-hour show, and this is 30 minutes. Um, if you have PMS, you know, I, I'm a chiropractor, and women have come in and say, oh, well, my menstrual cycle hurts me so bad. Well, adjusting them and working with the muscles, and that helps a great deal. Even my daughters would come in and say, "Well, I'm about to start my period and i'd you know adjust them, and they'd feel better, but I'd also encourage them to take magnesium and then they would just breeze through their period with about a ninety percent reduction in pain and cramping
0: isn't that interesting that that can be what's missing? I know that many times when a a young girl or a woman craves chocolate that it's usually the magnesium that they're trying to Um, get from that and they do that around their cycles
1: yeah magnesium and also uh uh, serotonin which is the feel feel good happy hormone uh janet always says i'm the female in the relationship because i jump on chocolate and she doesn't care one way or the other so yeah i'll be the female if you give me chocolate Uh, uh depression dizziness yeah dizziness muscle weakness um And although we're talking about magnesium, those people that are out in the hot sun and they get, uh, you know, an increase in vitamin D, plus they're trying to sweat and all that, one of the things that happens is you get the intracellular calcium that actually comes out into the bloodstream, and then uh, that'll cause cramping and heat strokes and sometimes even death. And Since we're all mineral deficient, you know, people that are out there sweating sure needs to take a lot of different minerals and I got too hot the other day, out, you know, messing with the RV, getting ready for vacation, and I came in. I was shaking like crazy, and I, and I told Janet. I said, "Yeah, I got overheated." She said, "I wonder where you were." So she immediately, you know, fixed me up a concoction of electrolyte energy with extra magnesium and calcium and potassium in it. I sat down. I was good to go in about twenty minutes. Uh, so minerals are extremely important because you're just not going to get enough out of your diet. Uh, I don't care if you do eat organic, it's it's just not enough. So PMS or dizziness or irritability, whether that's male or female, uh, you might try magnesium. I, I personally like the our reacted magnesium because it has so many different forms. Uh, I think that's better, unless you're just really chronically constipated, then I'd go for magnesium citrate. I actually take some at night because it calms you down and takes a lot of the acidity out of the body, and you sleep more peacefully. It takes care of many people that have restless leg syndrome. Uh, It's it's just, you know it's missing, so you might as well just throw it in there.
0: Yeah, I, I also think it's interesting that people that have AFib, isn't that one of the missing things for that is magnesium as well?
1: You know in a lot of areas i I put them on magnesium immediately and tell them to go see a cardiologist but uh usually or many times by the time they get to the cardiologist they afib's gone away but there's a lot of other conditions that you know can relate to that so that's why a cardiologist should be involved uh magnesium there's a lot of research that says it will dissolve calcium and phosphate kidney stones and I see on Facebook all these people that put their woes on Facebook and I'm thinking. And I've got the answer, but I don't usually say anything because I'm not asked. You know, we've got a friend that's down there getting their, his kidney stones blasted today. You know, nothing like spending two grand uh, to or maybe ten grand sometimes uh, to get that done when you could have just taken magnesium and sometimes B six and potassium uh, I to think prevent that's,
0: it. That's an interesting. Topic because there's a lot of people that have kidney stones and they think that's just something they suffer with. So you're saying magnesium is actually a part of that.
1: Well, there's there's different research. the The quick answer to that is yes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, there's research that says uh, activated B six or P five P will help with that. And then there's research says that if it uh, you give them you know one pill of potassium citrate per day. So when people have it bad, they have kidney stones. I say, well, you know, see a kidney specialist, of course, but take I put them on everything, the P5P, the proper form of magnesium, uh, and the potassium. And one of the big hints is if you have calcium oxalate stones in your urine, it's like, well, you're very, very likely to form kidney stones if you don't have them already. And
0: you know this how?
1: Calcium oxalate in, uh, crystals in the urine.
0: And how do you see that?
1: you got to do lab, you know, gas, gas, gas. And I I talked to a jillion people yesterday, and I have about that many to talk to today. And uh, you can't really piecemeal it and halfway do it. One woman said, well, I'm doing this person's because they said this, and I'm doing this other person's vitamins here. And I want your opinion. And it's like, you know, it goes back to the old adage of too many cooks spoil the soup. She won't get as good of results as somebody that says, hey, just do my lab work and tell me what to get on. And I had a man yesterday. He's 81. He says, I'll just do whatever you say. I was, he, he's like, hey, whatever. And he actually is a suck up. He said, is that Janet out there? Is that your daughter? He's like, yeah, well, you need a new eye doctor. But he was actually flirting with Janet because she does look a lot younger because she takes a lot of supplements. So. I
0: believe you just took my compliment away with an eye doctor. I thought you think his eyes were perfect.
1: I'm sorry, honey. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he was messing with me. But, um You know, the thing about magnesium, and I talked to a pregnant lady yesterday, and she's going to go ahead and get her lab work and get something done. But there's a a study that was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association that said there's a 70% lower incidence of mental retardation in children of mothers who take magnesium supplements during pregnancy. You can reduce the incidence of mental retardation 70% by taking magnesium course there's other things you need to take uh the incidence of cerebral palsy was 90 percent lower with magnesium supplements and again don't take magnesium oxide that's not a good form at all one form i have not talked about and probably should because janet puts it in my drink you know thank god she loves me enough to throw stuff in i generally don't know what she throws in it uh, but there's a patented magnesium cause mag- called magnesium L-threonate. And that's very, very important because it's the only one that they know for a fact can cross the blood-brain barrier. And if it crosses the blood-brain barrier, what does it do? Binds with mercury and aluminum, which is very, very common toxins that are injected into us willingly. But uh, I won't get into that. Uh, Aluminum and mercury are massive, massive pollutants, and we get it all over the place. So, you need to throw in the certain minerals that will bind with the toxic metals and make you healthier. And this magnesium 3 and 8, you know, Janet, I don't think she worries about anything but my brain function and my heart. So, I get a dose of head every day, maybe more than that. I don't know. Uh, so, it, it's very, very important. And I read a study one time said low magnesium levels makes almost all diseases worse. And I'm headed in a direction there. It's called diabetes or as Wilford Brimley would say with his beautiful mustache. I'm jealous. because mine's not that pretty. He said diabetes. So you, you know, it has a lot to do with, uh, how, how well that functions and I've Got some notes over there. Janet may get into But even though you're trying to get it through your food, uh, you might really and truly want to supplement. I'd be afraid not to. I've I've had patients over the years that says, well, now that you have me on magnesium, I don't need to be adjusted nearly as much. One person says, Doc, you're going to run yourself out of business. And I said, good. I'll go fishing. I don't care if you're that healthy. Great. Uh, so as far as picking it up and utilizing it in your GI tract, you know, that's another thing that we talk about a lot. You know, one guy called, well, a lady called yesterday and says, well, I'm taking this much and this much and this much and all these supplements, it's all adding up. I said, yeah, but the problem is you're not absorbing it. And in order to help absorption, you have to take the digestive enzymes, and we have some that are definitely our favorites that's much, much, much stronger than what we used to get great results with. Uh, We've improved that. But you have to have probiotics, and more strains is better. Uh, We have some that, you know, assays about three times more than what they sell it for, but... You know, one of my favorites, I'll just go briefly over lactobacillus uh, rhamnosus. It helps enhance cellular immune responses, even in healthy volunteers. It helps the immune system in healthy people. Uh, it alleviates uh, clinical signs of gastrointestinal inflammation. How many of you do not have GI inflammation? Yeah, nobody's raising their hands there. Uh, then you got the more well-known lactobacillus acidophilus. That's the one that um, it's very important in vaginal health as well as GI health because it creates acid, which leads me to another bone of contention. <clears throat> Some people get on internet and they read something, and it's like, "Oh my God!" You know, people are going around now saying. Well, cancer can't live in an alkaline body, and they're doing everything they can to make their body alkaline, and they are really, really, really messing up their health. God, in his infinite wisdom, you know, saliva should be alkaline. Uh, Stomach should be acid, and that's a big problem because most of us that think you have too much don't have enough. That's the problem. Uh, you know, and in the intestines, there's, you know, buffering of alkaline to acid. So the lactobacillus acidophilus acid, uh, it, it has a huge antioxidant, uh, activity. It's very effective against, uh, the growth of H. pylori. Uh, it's been very proven effect, you know, effective against that. And then the vaginosis or infection of the vaginal area, uh, then there's a lactobacillus brevis, which also helps immune responses. Uh, it inhibits a lot of bad things to happen because it increases the activity of natural killer cells. That's pretty important. Think tumor necrosis factor, which means against tumors. Then you've got the lactobacillus bulgaricus. So you've got uh, plantarium. Uh, which is real good for the people that have seriously irritable bowel syndrome and things like that, and it reduces gas. So I can see women saying, what did he say? Was it lactobacillus plantarum? Because my husband has way excessive amounts of gas. And all of these and many others actually increase the absorption of magnesium and many other things. Uh, so we've talked about the lactobacillus, then you need to get into the bifidobacterium. The infantus is really really good it's it's an actually antimicrobial against clostridium difficile the c diff that's a really horrible infection to have uh then bactobacterium longum the k c i there's there's all sorts of the The people that get sore throats, you want to look for a probiotic that has the lactobacillus salivarius in it. And you want to start that out, even if it's in a capsule, open it up and put it in your mouth. Because the salivarius is really, really important in uh, oral cavity or mouth health and the health of your gums and teeth. Uh, And it's also good against H. pylori and, you know, things like that. Um, It's important all the way through, but it's really incredibly important just to make sure there's enough down there to make uh, the absor- absorption of the magnesium better. Um, you know, I can go on and on. Jenny, you want to get to the questions, because I'm going to go down a rabbit trail if you don't.
0: Well, and, and I will get to the questions also, but I just wanted to uh, say tell a few more things that Dr. Lewis hasn't mentioned about magnesium because there's many people that ask about these problems. Um, one thing that magnesium helps with is fibromyalgia, believe it or not um, there's
1: magnesium a, malate usually is the form there
0: um, type two diabetes, which I guess Dr. Lewis would have to explain how that helps, but
1: uh, well, I mentioned that just just take it and we'll monitor your a one c and your insulin
0: and I think the a really big one is migraine headaches because there's a lot of people suffering from headaches and Uh, Magnesium Simple magnesium Can help stop The migraine headaches So I thought That was very interesting But yes um, We do want to make sure We get to our questions Because we love Our listeners That always um, Ask them That way we know What y'all are uh, Wanting to hear about Um, And Jonathan From New Mexico Is always one of our favorites And he's asked
1: (laughs) We're giving him royalty For using his name now yeah
0: He loves it When we mention his name Um He said his son got a, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, necrotizing necrotizing fasciitis, a.k.a. flesh-eating bacteria, Um, and he lives in New Mexico, and I guess they have that out there a lot. He's healing okay, and if you could talk about this, where it comes from, et cetera, that would be great.
1: Okay. Uh, The the one I know about that's most popular is called MRSA, Methicillin-Resistant Staphylococcus aureus. And, you know, my favorite story to that is I got bit twice on the leg by, a theoretically, a brown recluse spider. They're so reclusive I didn't see them. But, and me being the brilliant man I am, I waited five days until I couldn't walk before I went in to see the doctor. I love our medical doctors because they saved my leg. Uh, and yeah, I'll try to make this a short story. But anyway, uh, the guy cut it out. Uh, and they came in, they had swabbed the area, and they swabbed my nose, and then they sent in another surgeon. He squeezed it and sniffed it and said, is that sore? I said, no. He said, it should be. He said, you do not have MRSA, which is the one that, that's the flesh-eating bacteria, and we do not understand why, because the last 50 spider bites, there was one guy that didn't have it, but he was a young, strong man, fresh out of the military. Everybody else gets the MRA, MRSA bacteria, uh, from the spider bite, and he said, if you don't get it from the spider bite, you get it from the hospital because we have superbugs in here that get resistant to them trying to kill them. Why don't you have it? And I said, it's nutrition you wouldn't really understand. He was a really great surgeon, um, better than the one that did surgery on me, which got fired and run out of Longview, but he did a good job on my leg. And I literally gave a lecture to the nurses at 3 a.m. because they don't let you sleep and get any rest in the hospital about olive leaf. Now, olive leaf is incredibly important. And that was back before I realized there was some really, really strong olive leaves, which is what we carry now. So olive leaf, uh, we did colloidal silver. Janet healed up that hole in my leg. You could have thrown a golf ball in. It's funny watching the muscles move up and down because there wasn't any skin there. And it was cut in a circle, and the doctor knew better to do that because he told me so it wouldn't heal. And he wanted a $6,000 skin graft off my butt to, you know, put it over my leg. And I said no. And anyway, Janet, with her knowledge of herbs, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, And essential oils, she healed that up, and the the surgeon said, I have never seen one heal like this. And you know, you didn't get a skin graft. I said, Well, no, you cut it wrong, and you said that. He said, I've never seen this happen. What happened? I said, All those supplements you said didn't work. Now, see, I needed the medical care, and they did a really good job. Saved my leg from rotting off and probably from early death, but. Uh, olive leaf and colloidal silver. Be careful with the silver. Don't make your own.
0: So that's something that everybody should just keep um, in their medicine cabinet, and it has to be a high amount of oliprin. It's just not over-the-counter olive leaf like you guys are getting ready to go out and grab. Uh, It has to have a high amount of oliprin, which is what makes it work, Uh, and we carry it here.
1: Yeah, I was on one that had a lower amount, but I was taking massive amounts of pills, too, as back before I learned as much as I know now. But I'll know more next year, too, so.
0: Okay, our next question comes from Kelly. She wants to know of any supplements that can alleviate symptoms of intercystitial cystitis, and that is also known as a painful bladder syndrome, and it's a chronic condition causing bladder pressure and bladder pain, so... Um, You guys probably don't have this, but but women do many times.
1: Um, Men suffer, too, when y'all have it, though. That's
0: true. She knows that coffee, tea, citrus juices, and artificial sweeteners and spicy foods can aggravate it. So is there anything else that can help or hurt when it comes to diet?
1: Yeah, and Vicki got on. This is Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis. Vicki got on there and said, D-manos. And colloidal silver. And, you know, vicky has been with us for many years and she's very intelligent about these things. And that's a good answer.
0: And you guys could be added to that when he says shooting straight with Dr. Lewis. That is a closed Facebook group, but if you will shoot us an email, we will be happy to add you to the group so you can get in on the conversation as well. Uh, I can testify to this product personally for what we or I use it for. I had a hysterectomy, which made me have that problem. Um, we have something that's called Cystatin that is excellent. It actually um, it's something you use first. It's a bottle of uh, it's got Uva Ursi, Berberine, Marshmallow, Bladderac and Celery Seed. But you go through a bottle of that is actually like a urinary tract infection type killer. If you got a urinary tract infection, it'll kill it off. And then when you're done with that, you go to a bottle of something called UT Defense. It's for urinary tract, and it has a different set of ingredients.
1: For, for the ones that have, you know, chronic things, it's a, it's a cranberry concentrate, and there's a lot of misinformation about cranberry. Uh, then it's got dandelion leaf and hibiscus flowers, and these are extracts, and we have women that get somewhere close to incredible results, and we have men that just are thrilled because their wife's not in pain all the time. So
0: sexually, you know, diet is great to clean up as well. But if you do some of these products, you can actually get by with eating or drinking a little bit more of the, quote, wrong things that set it off mm-hmm. um, because it will help keep it under control. And me being who I am, thought I'd take both of them at the same time. And these are both orthomolecular products. And the uh, rep for them said, do, do not do that. He said, there's a reason why we make one and then the other. So it's a a Cystostatin, It's a C-Y-S-T-I-S-T-A-T-I-N first. And then you go to UT Defense.
1: Um, yeah, we thought only men said, well, if a little bit's good, more is better. But Janet, again, she's the man in the relationship because I'm over there eating chocolate. So she's thought more is better. So she did them both.
0: And um, also, getting back to the magnesium thing, you know, a lot of people wonder if they have the right magnesium levels. Um, I wanted to mention that we do offer a super panel. I'm going to discuss the men's panel because men primarily are the ones that we see really need the magnesium when we run it on lab. Um, The super panel men's that we run, um, it includes a magnesium RBC. And you're wondering, what's an RBC? Uh, Many times when you go to the doctor and have your lab run and ask them to run magnesium, they'll run magnesium. Um, but it's serum. not actually what's getting in on a cell level. It's just what's out in the bloodstream. And the RBC one that we run is actually a spun magnesium where they actually see how much magnesium you're getting on a cell level.
1: In the red be- blood cells itself.
0: And, and there's early signs of magnesium deficiency to keep an eye out for if, um, if you're deficient in it, like loss of appetite and headaches and nausea and vomiting, fatigue and weakness. So I just wanted to make sure I covered that a little bit for people because I felt like magnesium still needed a little bit. Um,
1: but you know what interferes with the uh, absorption of magnesium? What's that? Alcohol intake.
0: Uh, really? It's not, it, it blocks it or you just don't, it just eats it up?
1: Well, actually a little <laughs> bit of both. But the use of diuretics, diarrhea, uh, presence of fluoride, these people said, "Oh, this water out of the tap's good." Well, you're getting enough fluoride in there. You have to greatly increase your magnesium level. Uh, and those of us, including me, that have high, that take high levels of zinc for our prostate and immune system, need magnesium. You know, when I when I give us a, a single uh, mineral, I tell people it's better to take the reacted multimin, which is the multi minerals uh, for balance. It's really better that way.
0: And I know certain medications can also eat up your uh, magnesium in the body. So they're treating you with antibiotics and diuretics, and that actually helps you lose your magnesium. So it's very important that you supplement with that if you're on any of those medications, because you need that for your heart, because your heart will sometimes cramp too if your leg muscles are cramping at night like dr lewis mentioned you just have to remember that your heart is also a muscle and it can cramp the same way
1: so you know i'd like to thank you for the ones that share this and there's a lot of that going on we have an incredible influx of people so if you want to get our care better jump on the train but i would like for you please to let us know is this helpful that we're talking about one thing and i'm not going down through too many rabbit trails i'd really like your feedback positive or negative i will listen to it so we would ask that you always be blessed
0: with laughter on your lips and joy in your eyes hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll be here next time on the green wisdom health show